And welcome to the MPX Rehab. I am your host, the hashtag certified Mark J. Williams, here with my co-host as always. The voice of the MPX addicts, Kyle Smith. And this week was MPX's Wayward Sons, and we are less than a week away from For Whom the Bell Tolls. This, whoo, I mean, between last week and what we're getting this week, it's just, I mean, October's been incredible. It really has. It's been one of those where... We made the joke, oh, there's four big shows a year. Yeah, they're <laughs> they're proving that wrong. I think we kept pushing that to the point that they're like, no, 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 no. We're going to, you know, make sure <laughs> they know that there's more than four big shows. Yep. There's big shows whenever the hell they want there to be big shows. And we're getting a big show this coming weekend. But let's go ahead and start talking about last weekend, MPX's Wayward Sons for 2022. The pre-show match was supposed to be the Monster Hunter Matthew Palmer taking on Judge Jake Lindsay, mm-hmm. unfortunately, card subject to change, live entertainment, all that fun stuff, uh, and it's not the only one that hit us last last weekend. No, it didn't. Uh, you know, I guess you know Palmer got a little scared of the judge, so he had to you know I, bow I, out. I, I wouldn't say that. No, no, no. That's what the Suns said. That's are you the saying s- the Suns are liars? I do, I do not think that's right. Uh, well, you know, the Suns have had um, some questionable calls lately, and I mean, it did kind of end up with them. Yeah, we'll talk about that yeah. part later. But instead, we got one in a million, Tatum Manning, making a second return to mm-hmm. the ring, taking on the judge. And this match was just... Big pre-show match, Tatum Manning showing up again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, new King of the Dark match? Or, no, yeah. wait. That's, that, that's somebody else. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, no, this match was actually really, really good. These two work really, really well together. I mean, it was a hell of a fight. Yeah, it was one of those where they – I was I was actually super excited for Palmer and Judge. Hopefully we get that later on. Um, when Tatum got replaced, I don't know why, but I was concerned. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know how that chemistry is going to work. Yeah. And, God, it was perfect. They did very well with each other. Yep. I was – I guess the thing I was worried about is – because in MPX lore, Tatum has been built up so much mm-hmm. that, and the thing I like about Jake and all his matches is he's done the good big man thing. He doesn't yeah. sell a lot. He's hardly ever off his feet. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it's against Tatum. Tatum's going to be like, no, do this, that, and that. You know, he's going to take him off his feet. And he didn't. They worked a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful match. Yeah. No, I I enjoyed every moment of it. And as much as I would have liked to have seen the Monster Hunter and the Judge. This was as good a replacement as you could ask for, and the monster, uh, the uh, one in a million. Yes, <laughs> taking away the win, and then of course at the beginning of the actual show, coming out, taking over the ring, and basically announcing that, uh, well, the contract he had signed that said that he wouldn't challenge for the MPX Championship <sighs> while Exodus held it expired. And now he's got a new contract that says he can challenge for any belt that he wants. And, of course, I mean, if you're going to be as big as the one in a million, you're going to go straight for the top. 
I, I love wrestling loopholes and wrestling contracts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it works out so well oh, all yeah. the time. Um, but yeah, it was, I don't know, it was a little weird, I guess, for the simple fact that I didn't even recall that stipulation in their match. It was something that was kind of mentioned, like yeah. momentarily. I think I heard it in the playback on The Purge. Right, so having it be brought out, I thought it was kind of cool, because yeah, I didn't know that at all. Um, but no, the it's one of those where this is one of those feuds that yeah, you see all the time, people are sick of it, but they're not. Like These two men together, Tatum and Exodus, the matches they put on, the chemistry they have, is it's one of those where, yeah, you can watch them fight forever and it's great. I've actually said that, you know, it's like, in my opinion, it is the, one of the number one feuds in Texas. And uh-huh. this is also considering, you know, the, the Matthew Palmer, J.D. Griffey uh, feud and other feuds going on in, you know, Texas in general as well as yeah. in PX. Which that was one thing that kind of got me. He was like, I'm in the main event. I'm like, on that card, I honestly don't know who the main event I, is. I have no like, idea. Like, you know you know me, I always think the title should be main event, but I get when you have big names come in, they're generally not and the main got, event. Yeah, and, and then you have big names. And then not only that, then you have the longest build you have for the last man standing mm-hmm. with Palmer and Jerome. Like, all three of those could be the main event. So it's going to be crazy how this card gets laid out. And oh, yeah. It, it's you really can't go wrong either way. I just thought it was very weird for Tim to come out and go, I'm in the main event. I'm like, well, eh, hold up. We, uh, we don't know that's I mean, for is, sure yet. It is Tatum Manning, or as some people so he's like in to the say, main it's event. Daddy, made him, oh, Daddy Tatum. No, no one yeah. says that. No no one says no, that? No, we no. don't. Um, but no, that's, yeah, yeah, it's a good mindset to be the main event. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it is Tatum, and so I'm sure he wants Mike it. Mike Fox hasn't been in the ring for a long time, so I guess Tatum can take that now. Oh, man. Manning. He's too young for that. He's only 24. He can't be the main event Tatum Manning at 24. I don't know. I think he could. Yeah. I mean, it's Tatum Manning. So, you know, he went from Fallout Boy to, you know, MPX champion. I miss Fallout Boy Tatum. But then we started the actual show, and the first match was one that actually had me very happy because it's two people I love to watch in the ring going against each other. Phil Noir, the uh, film noir detective, taking on... Black Kubrick himself, Sebastian Envy. Yeah. Strong style cinephile. Yeah, and it was surprisingly, it was a good match. I mm-hmm. And it's, Phil has moments. I just wish those moments were more and more. Mm-hmm. But this is one of those moments that, yeah, it was good. Um, I love everything about the Phil Noir character. I love that old school 20s detective mm-hmm. film noir. I, mm-hmm. I think it's great. And everything he does with it, his vignettes and promos, his filmings, is everything he does with the character, I think, mm-hmm. is good. And I, I Sebastian's think, always been great. Yeah. I think he does a lot to try and work some of, at least some of his character into his wrestling in the match. Mm-hmm. But I do kind of wish that he would find a way to put even more of it in. I'm not even sure how you would do it yeah. at this point. Because I'm not a wrestler. Other than just yelling, you know, case closed. Yeah. Um, which he, he, I think he does. He never closes the case. I don't know. He's never closed a case. That He has never solved a murder. Well, we saw a murder earlier tonight. We'll, we'll, that'll be uh, revealed later. But uh, Still my favorite thing a fan ever yelled at Field. Yeah. Solve a murder, asshole. <laughs> Guess what? Spoiler, he hasn't yet. Yeah. But Sebastian Envy coming away with the win on this one. Of course, yes, me being friends with Sebastian, it makes me happy. But I'm also friends with Phil, so, you know, I'm torn. I'm just glad it was no, a fantastic No, you don't. You match. have a ranking. Don't lie. I have friends' rankings. 
He's fucking last. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Pat. <laughs> no, he knows because I'm last on his too, so it's oh, fine. Okay. <laughs> but then we had a singles match as uh, <laughs> this is where I screwed up on the after show. Michael Schaefer with you his entourage. You screwed up on an after show? Yeah. Oh, the hell you say. You never mess up. I know, right? God. It's, it's almost like sometimes I might need somebody to catch me on that shit. You, you know, would. help me out a bit. I don't know. Yeah, you would think. <laughs> But uh, Michael Schaefer with the entourage taking on the Mad Prince, not Gabe Wilder, like I said. No, <laughs> the Mad Prince. The, they're very Hilda. different people. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I gotta say, it's like this. Holy crap! Uh, it's like it's really weird. I that you know the Mad Prince and Gabe are in this weird limbo of uh, you know face and heel and everything like that, and I'm not entirely sure where it's going. So I'm just gonna sit back and watch, like I said last time. Yeah. Um. It is interesting. I and it's also interesting. I think this is the third time we've seen Schaefer and Prince, mm-hmm. and they have great chemistry. Oh yeah, oh uh, it's good. One of the things I really like is the fact that, as much as the Mad Prince and Michael Schaefer were both getting booed because people don't like either of them right now, Hilda and Polly Paparazzi were the favorites of the night. Yeah, because well. Polly is entertaining. Yeah. And then Hilda is just good as fuck. Like, yeah. fucking let. I really, really, really hope Hilda actually gets the work soon. Because Hilda is good. The little things you see her do mm-hmm. are amazing. Yes. Um, so if if somehow she can actually kind of get out there and actually get a match, it's going to be good. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, it, as you can tell, the addicts are ready for it. The addicts want Hilda. These, because we get to see those little moments, those little sparks of how good Hilda is. And, you know, it's like, if you know, you know. Mm-hmm. We've seen Hilda in action before, and there were points in which she was the best part of a show. Yeah. And so, you know, we really do want to see her in the And ring. now she's and in just, incorporating that whip braid. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> it's like taking Bianca Belair and just doubling it and making it just so good. <laughs> yeah. it's It's amazing, but it's... It's little moments that we see her in. And then it's one of those things where it's like, okay, yeah, we have those great moments. Why mm-hmm. do you need a whole match of it? But I think she's one of those that could pull it off. She yeah. could pull off an actual good match. I agree. Um, but yeah, the match itself with Prince and Schaefer was good. Mm-hmm. And good God, the chops. I yeah. I get flashbacks every time Tommy Prince chops someone. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> I'm the same way whenever Gabe's in a chop fight with somebody. Yeah. <laughs> but... Uh, in the end, Michael Schaefer coming away with the win on this. The leading man, the uh, the umbrella bomb looked a whole lot better this time around. It did, and anytime Sapo gets hit, it's awesome. So, oh well, yeah, you're just enjoying turtle getting <laughs> abused. A lot of tortuga. I don't, I don't like turtles. It's fine. <laughs> but uh, then we had the tag team championship match as the Lost Boys defended against two members of UFC United Familia Camacho, the Puerto Rican Juggernaut. And the Addicts Ocho. Champion. Yeah. Puerto Rican juggernaut. And Ocho Camacho. And I got to say, Ocho's new gear looked really good. Yeah, it did. I, I really enjoyed it. I, I got to say, I kind of missed the goatee, but, you know, you do you, man. Yeah, and it's one of those things, the more we see Ocho, the more I'm like, no, you're, I like it. It's mm-hmm. good. Um, And, yeah, the new gear looked spot on. Angel also. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't think I've seen Angel in that gear before. I mean, it's the same gear, just different colors. Yeah. Still looked good. Um, and when it, you have a look, you have a look. And how... It's kind of weird because I know a lot of the addicts don't like it, but how good did it see Angel with a belt, though? Mm-hmm. That just seemed good and, like, mm-hmm. felt right. Like, that man should have a title. 
I agree completely. Like I said, uh, when he won the MPX Addicts Championship last week or the week before, I was my first reaction was, "Huh, right?" Didn't see that coming. Yeah. Then it was like, "No, you know what? I'm glad there's a Camacho with a belt at MPX fight mm-hmm. because Zarek, Onyx, Ocho, Angel, they have been here at MPX, and we have seen some incredible work from all of them. And just honestly." I like the homegrown uh, uh, groups. And yeah, there, like well, there's that, a little home biasness. I would love to see UFC come in and just run rampant. Uh, alone, the dark is coming. That's usually big faction warfare. That's true. <laughs> that's true. Ooh, that's going to be dangerous. But, come on. Uh, the tribe versus UFC? Mm-hmm. That'd be great. But this is one of those times in which people were chanting, Sky's going to kill you when it was Sky and Ocho in the ring. But as soon as Angel got in the ring, everybody was quiet. No, no, no. There was one loud ass that was Okay, yeah, true, true. There was one guy that was just, you know, riding this guy's I was going to say, I tried. (laughs) I tried to get people to join, and people were like, no, no, no. And I'm like, it can happen. Just go with it. (laughs) No, no. They they did not want to. Yeah. But, you know, the Lost Boys are family just as much as the UFC, and they were able to utilize that, you know, tag team experience they've got because they actually have been in the business i think longer than ocho and angel yeah and they've been a tag team longer obviously because they started out as a i was tag gonna team. say i think they've been a tag team longer than the camachos have been in the wrestling business yeah. uh, <laughs> but um you know they were able to bring that together and come out with a win pending ocho mm-hmm and uh Which is, yeah smart keep keep angel out <laughs> yeah that's it's like when you've got a tag team match and angel camacho is one of the members of that tag team the other guy's your target i mean angel yeah. you get out of the ring you keep out of the ring as much as you can and the other guy's your target we saw it at legacy with the boys mm-hmm. they were smart they kept ocho out and then mm-hmm. all three of them just attacked ocho yep and in the end it brought them that win but this one i Part of me wants to see the uh, see UFC keep trying, like bring in Zarek yeah. and Onyx, bring in you know like start mixing up that tag team. They have a little sister or cousin, I don't know, whatever the family is. Yeah, uh, I would love to see her too. Yeah, because uh, the clips I've seen, she's looked good. So uh, actually, you know, it's like that show that uh, Iron Belly was at at APW. See? He got to see her, and he's like, "Wow, I didn't know Camacho's came that small." There you go, right? <laughs> there you go, right there. I mean, Hilda, book it. That yes. would be amazing. Yes, that yes. That would be I'm great. I'm totally behind that. That is actually a really good idea. <laughs> That's my one good idea for the month. Yep. But, uh, yeah, so the Lost Boys coming away with the win on this one. Still our MPX Tag Team Champions, so that might change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. You know, uh, spoiler for next week. Yeah. But then we had the singles match in which I felt bad for Tommy Becker. Yeah, I don't know who, 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 what did, tell me, who did you piss off? This was supposed to be Brick Savage versus Matt Locke, which would have been an exciting fight. Which, Locke, I hope you're doing okay. Matt Locke, yeah, all the, all the love, all the best wishes to you. Hope, you know, we get to see you again soon, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, um, instead we got Tommy Becker. Yeah, and Brick is, Brick is pissed. One, Brick is pissed the match changed because he's wanted Locke forever. Yeah. Then he's also pissed that man, he's still pissed about that loss against Tommy Dean. And somebody else named Tommy comes out. Yeah. And you immediately heard all of us say, wrong Tommy, and wrong run, Tommy. Tommy, run. Yep. Like, uh, please yeah. don't die. Yep. Uh, rest in peace. Poor Tommy was like, have some faith in me, please. He is a former two-time MPX champion. We that probably should have. And multi-time tag team champion. Yep. And, yeah, it's like he's he's 
pretty decorated at MPX. But, uh, he is a capable fighter, but um, that's this, Brick Savage. This is Brick Savage. The 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 man is terrifying. <laughs> the man scares me. Even when he's joking with me, the man scares me. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Brick, and it was one of those matches. It was going good back and forth, and it looks like Brick kind of maybe pulled something early on in that match. Yeah. Uh, terrified me to death. Yeah. No. And honestly, it's like Tommy was able to capitalize on that, and it almost almost, almost. went Tommy's way. But again, this is Brick, Savage, Brick Savage we're talking about. This is you know the monster, the man, the yeah. Strongest wrestler in yeah. uh, Texas. That is that is a bad bad motherfucker. <laughs> Don't fuck with him. So yeah, yeah uh, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, R.A.P. Tommy. <laughs> uh, I think I saw him roll out. He's fine. You sure? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Okay. And he maybe he was scooped up one or the other. Yeah, uh, something like that. Uh, and then we had the uh, singles match between Gabe Wilder with Hilda again taking on. The miracle maker, Tommy Dean. Yeah, and he has a win over Brick. So, yeah, that is definitely a miracle. Oh, so, yeah. Tommy Dean is a miracle maker. And honestly, it, the. This is also OnlyFans' name, isn't it, too, isn't it? I think so. Yeah, okay. It's either that or the other one. <laughs> but uh, this match was actually really, really good. And I love the, um, the back and forth between them because they're both, you know, fairly chop heavy. And everything, and it's like even Gabe was like, "Ah, oh, ah, oh, you really hit like a bitch." Yeah. And then Tommy goes and you know, don't don't ever say that, to Tommy Dean. Yeah. That man will collect both your nipples in one chop. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no matter what, even Hilda tried, uh, just didn't work out for Gabe Wilder on this nope. one. With Tommy Dean picking up yet another win. Exactly. Tommy Tom Dean's on a bit of a roll here at MPX. Yeah. Last time he was on a bit of a roll, he actually got a title. So yeah. We'll see what happens. But, of course, the uh, main event, the one that I was confused by last week and still a little unsure of now, despite the fact that, like I said last week, it was going to be a fire match. Dmitry Alexandrov challenging the final boss Exodus Prime yeah. for the MPX Championship. And, uh, yeah, just Exodus Prime working his way through former champions and clean it up. Well, and also, you know, like Demetrius said, he's fought this man more in 2022 than mm-hmm. anyone else. Um, so they definitely know each other. Oh, yeah. Um, every time, I, I want to say every time they're in there, it's actually been split. Like, I think Demetrius wants some, I think Exes wants some. So, yeah. you know, um, the match, like we said, uh, booking-wise, a little weird, because Demetrius got the shot for the prospect title on November 5th mm-hmm. against Kid Bandit, if he comes. Um, and it's one of those things where... Kid's feeling better. Actually... I'm being an asshole, all right? Okay. Just, it's me. Okay. Y'all should expect that. All right. Um, but no, that's the thing. It's just very weird. You're going to go for the prospect title that gets you the right to get the MPX title, mm-hmm. but you're already going to get the MPX title. So say Dimitri won. Why would he even fight Kid Bennett on the. It just. I guess it would the booking didn't to... make sense, Oops. but. Um, but it was so, still a fire match. Oh, yes. The matchup was great. Absolutely. Was, like I said, just the booking was kind of weird. Yeah. The match itself was amazing. And yeah, these two men know each other so well and it's one of those feuds kind of like Exus and Tatum yeah mm-hmm. I could watch them fight all the time it'd be great yeah now there's a triple threat feud that'd be really interesting to watch the three of them just you know in each other's face all at all times yes you know kind of like uh, uh, the Rock Stone Colton Triple H back in the Attitude Era yep just they... trading back and forth mm-hmm sorry I, I did grow up in that era so I do have some love for it well least. yeah and I mean that's the thing is 
everyone talks about the attitude and yeah the attitude there was very good but it also had a lot of bad oh yeah but the good it had you can't get better oh, it was yeah. perfect that, that, that's... rock austin triple h taker sean brett mick foley like there were so many huge names at that time it was great oh yeah but anyways that, but that was an incredible show and honestly you know despite any misgivings about the main event it was all good all the matches were were good well and even the main event was good like we said it's just it's me and partly you just our booking overthinking wrestling brain that's mm-hmm. like well this doesn't make sense i'm pretty sure yeah like, like but 90 percent of the addicts don't give a fuck they yeah. see dimitri nexus on the car they're like fuck yeah yeah we're the ones sitting here going but that doesn't make any sense right. sitting here in our armchair booker you know, I actually wanted to make a character called the Armchair Booker and do some kind of like weird, stupid. That's not how I would book it. Yeah. Kind of bullshit. And then I started doing it for real. And, <laughs> and that's the other thing too is you know you can't you can't bring logic in the wrestling. Yeah. It, logic in wrestling does not work. It's it's storytelling. It's yeah. all you know. It's like it is one of the greatest works of fantasy that you could ever hope for. Mm-hmm. And this is why we love pro wrestling. Exactly. And you want to know why we love pro wrestling? Let's talk about. For whom the bell tolls. Because if I don't hear show, that Metallica song, as soon as I walk through that door, I'm going right? to be upset. <laughs> I'm just, I'm thinking, same thing. It's like, ah. Uh, but the pre-show match alone is a main card it's match. Worth the ticket. Like top card match should be anywhere. Yes. We're going to see the MPX Addicts champion, the Puerto Rican juggernaut, Angel Camacho, defend his belt for the first time against none other than the monster Brick Savage. I can already hear the tick and talk going yeah. now. Jesus. Oh, man. And that's and, and, is, and I, that's people are going to look at that and be like, oh, can he pick up Angel? Yes. yes. With ease. Yeah. The man can pick up Angel however go, go he wants. And, go back and watch the episode we had Brick on, and you will know exactly. Yeah, Brick Brick's going to have almost no trouble being yeah. able to pick up Angel Camacho. It's, that is going to be scary. Yes. Yes. And it's one of those where it's... But the thing it's is... Your very, it's your pre-show match. They're going to destroy the ring before the show even starts. Right? Like, Jesus. It's like, this is like, like like that one match where we were thinking we were going to get all big men, and then it turned out to be... Turned Shai- out to be Schaefer and Silver. Schaefer and Silver. <laughs> and we were like, oh my God, there's going to be nothing left of the ring. Well, it's still great, but yeah. yeah. I, I wanted my house fight. Yeah. And we're getting it here. Well, yeah, it was like we're, we're getting a straight we're, up house We're fight. getting my big sweaty men slapping meat. It's going to be great. <laughs> Carl loves you. I, I know. I love how the guy who let me do commentary, and that's the one thing I say, and he goes, really? And I'm like, it's a big E quote, and plus it fits. It's wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> and he promised me he was going to name a show that. So, Carl, I'm holding you to that. You better name a show that. <laughs> it's going to it's, be all Haas fights. Haas <laughs> tournament. Yep. Uh, but there's also other, just I'm honestly looking at this. We're going to have the debut of Shota Suzuki taking on Phil Shark. I'm so excited to see Shota. Uh, mm-hmm. DDT Pro uh, coming over for his excursion or whatever they call it. Has uh, worked so much at uh, mm-hmm. Hybrid and everything. And I've seen clips from him on the Contender Series of New Texas Pro. Can't wait. Shota yeah. looks amazing. And then to go against someone in Phil Shark who has looked good the past couple of times we've seen him. Mm-hmm. Phil was one of those. Why is it people with Phil? Anyways. <laughs> Phil was one of those when I first saw it, I was like, eh, I don't know. Uh, it's not there. I think 
But then it got there, and the more you see him, you're like, oh, no, he's good. It's like For me, part of the problem was we were seeing him as a heel at Red River the first time we saw him. And right. I'm just like, okay, it's not bad, but I feel like it's yeah. missing something. Now him coming over here being Aquaman and a hero and face and everything like that, people just absolutely loving the, him. The water powering him up, it's yeah. all right. It's like just it fits, and that's what was missing in my opinion. Yeah, um, that. But this match, I think, is going to be very good. I think it's going to be something that the addicts, while the card is super stacked, the mm-hmm. addicts are probably overlooking this match. They both very well may steal the show, which is weird to I say, agree. given that card. Mm-hmm. But I think because people kind of overlook this match, it's going to be good. Yeah. No, I'm. Definitely looking forward to it. Then there's also that triple threat match that's going to have 50 caliber Barrett Brown, the Tommy Becker, and of course, Zero in it. No. Yeah. That's got to be a misprint. I, I thought so too, but no. It's, it's Like his picture's actually there? Yeah. yeah. His name is there? Yeah. No. Yeah. Zero. Our Zero is going to be in a match with 50 caliber Barrett Brown and the Who Tommy Becker. Who did he suck to get that match? Well, okay, let's let's be honest. He's had really good showings as of No, I everyone knows I <laughs> <Yeah>. love Zero. <laughs> it 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 just took me by surprise that it really did cuz mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, Barrett, okay, cool. Oh, that's Zero. That's where, Tommy. What?" Yeah. Like it's Yeah, holy I know, crap. I saw it. I was joking. <laughs> I was trying to make a joke out of it. Um but no, it's one of those things where we're getting Barrett Brownback who is coming off a shoulder injury mm-hmm. who has just I want to say he's just coming back from a New Japan show. Um, he worked for the L.A. show um, last week or two weeks ago. So he's coming back off that shoulder injury. That mm-hmm. brick happened with brick. You've got Tommy Becker coming off kind of a losing streak a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit. Um, and then you've got zero. Uh, the match itself okay. is going to be worked beautifully, mm-hmm. uh, given all three of those veteran experienced minds in there. And given given how things have happened as of late, the initial thought that people might have that Zero's going to be there just to eat the pin, blah, 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 may be completely untrue. Maybe. Hey, um, he pinned Brixton Shaw. He did. He pinned Jason Silver. He did. Uh, if I'm betting... I'm still sorry. I love Zero to Death. I'm still betting money that Barrett or Tommy wins. Yeah. Um, that's just, you know, playing the odds. <laughs> I love Zero. I think it's going to be a great match and a good opportunity for mm-hmm. him. Hopefully, it's something that we get more of. Yeah. Uh, but, again, the, the talent alone in this match, the way it's going to be worked out with these three beautiful wrestling minds in there, it's going to be amazing. Yep. And we won't have the crowd dying at the turn either. I don't think so, because you got all three of them. Yep. So then while Tommy Becker technically is a heel, people love him. Oh, yeah. What's not to love? Have you seen the I man? Mean, it's Tommy Becker. Yeah. yeah. The man's wonderful. And then we have a tag team match. We have There are two tag team matches on this show. Two tag team matches. Is this really MPX? Right? Is ri- <laughs> but this first has one. Has anyone checked on Richard? Is he okay? <laughs> Zeros in a big profile triple threat. There's two tag matches. There's a title on the pre-show. Mm-hmm. Like it's there's a woman's match. Is Richard okay? I'm just asking. And he's gonna hate me, and I'm gonna you're get gonna, yelled at later. Get, yeah, like you're gonna get a phone. You know I love you. This is all a joke. But uh, yeah, the boys with Hilda will be taking on the team of Casey Clay, the true hero of MPX, yes. and Mr. Legs, our own resident superhero, in my opinion. And honestly, I'm just... 
you have to look back pretty far to see the connection between Legs and Casey. Yeah, and I was trying to figure that out. I'm like, have they teamed before? No. They te- there was the, they the where they didn't the... know if they could trust Casey or not. That yeah. was part of it. I and remember that. Before that, remember the, uh, the uh, Jamie's Boys versus Kirby and the others? That's right. Yeah, Casey, where Casey was the one who attacked. Yeah. Kirby. Yeah. And, you know, Tatum came and saved everybody. And I said it wasn't Tatum Manning, and I was right. <laughs> oh, you got one right. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, oh. it makes sense. Oh. Okay, we're all good. We should keep him on those meds because this is actually really awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Richard. Just trying to dope people up. That is wrong, sir. But then we have the other tag team match as the Lost well, is, Boys. Is, is Hilda coming back? Hilda? Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I mean, Hilda, her nose got broke. Hilda thinks that she's, uh, you know, I mean, rid of it. her nose got broke last show, so I'm just curious. Yeah, it's been a few weeks. Yeah. Had time to, you know, glue it back together. I guess. Yeah. That's but how I'm, you. That's how I'm, you fix broken noses. Yeah. You glue them. It's like, and who knows? Maybe I know they, people sniff glue. Is that how you do it? I have no idea. Oh, okay. <laughs> I figured your high school days, you would have done that. No. Oh, okay. No. It was whippets. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. <gasps> so, uh, the boys. I just love throwing him off topic because I knew it worked. <laughs> the boys haven't been having the greatest of luck lately in singles matches. Maybe they'll have better luck in the tag match. But at the same time, this is Casey Clay and Mr. Legs. And they both are coming off losses that they wanted then. Mm-hmm. Legs lost the right to go after the prospect title against mm-hmm. Kid Bandit on the fifth. And Casey lost the Addicts title. So. Yeah. Uh, we'll see what happens. I think they've got motivation. The boys obviously have motivation because they don't want to let dear old dad down. Yeah. I mean, I feel like they've been letting him down enough that he's about to disown them, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I mean, I even remember hearing as they were walking out last week, Hilda, like, you said that this was for dad. And, and what's he going to say now? Uh, so, you know. I think I think poor Hilda will always be in good graces with dad. I yeah. think it's Tommy and Gabe I mean, that he, need to she worry. Is the princess. Yeah. So, you know, that only makes sense. It's true. But the other tag team match for the night is one that I'm actually looking forward to because, you know, we saw part one. Now we're going to see part two and we're going to see whether certain factors not being present in this might actually help out one side or the other. As the Lost Boys will be defending the MPX Tag Team Championships against the Sons of uh, Mayhem. Right. But it's one of those where, again, because there are three of them. What sons are we getting? Yes, it's probably Red and the Judge. I get that, but I like the idea of which one could it be. Um, Nick's been there, just hadn't wrestled. Mm. Um, And it's one of those where, okay, say Nick is on the outside. He's on the outside. The boys don't have anyone. The Lost Boys don't have anyone right now. You know, we haven't seen Isaac in a while. They're the seven-foot scary monster. demon is back in hell, you know. Uh, the bear fighter and the miracle maker are fighting each other. So, you know, you think transportation costs are bad for us here on earth? Try getting up here from hell. Yeah. That's also, it's, it's hard to do. It's expensive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so it's one of those that it does give advantage to them. Plus it's also, is this night not all geared towards the sons and Jerome? Like, is this not going to be their night? That's what you might think too. Yeah. Yeah. Because especially since, you know, we've got that and we've also got that last man standing match between J.D. Griffey and Matthew Palmer. So obviously both of them are going to be busy depending yeah. on whether this happens before or after the last man standing match. Right. 
it, this could work out for or against either side. Well, and yeah, uh, it's definitely going to be a fight. Mm-hmm. Um, that is something I think people maybe kind of sleep on red and judge they can they can throw down oh, yeah, they can <laughs> um, honestly i would compare them to an earlier version of the lost boys like yeah. back in the day i mean of lost i boys. really would i know we've already got you know the last man standing we've got some brutality mm-hmm. on the show make this a tornado tag yeah i mean i think these four men would put on one hell of a show just, just with kind of no rules yeah okay don't use the weapons fine but a tornado tag with all four of these men mm-hmm. whatever two the sons give up it's going to be a great fight i think so yeah no i'm looking forward to it one way or the other and like i said it might work out for the sons yeah. it depends there won't be certain factors that there were last time so right so don't know how it's going to go exactly. Exactly. But then let's talk about that last man standing match. J.D. Griffey, Matthew Palmer, the Monster Hunter versus the King of MPX. The storytelling behind this has been beautifully done mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, ever since ever since the takeover of the new owners, um, ever since May. Uh, it's been one of those stories that has been built and it's been done so well. Mm-hmm. And it's very, it's very hard and very rare when you have because they've only technically had one match against each other. But to have only one match, but be building all this since May to now October, it's amazing how they do that. Yeah. Um, and they've done it so well. All the interactions they've had is great. The vignettes, the promos. Uh, Nick kills it on putting those together. Um, it's While I'm excited for a lot on this card and – I wasn't excited for a thing to Abaddon. I kind of am now. <laughs> I've always been excited for this match because, one, we know these two men will kill each other. Oh, yeah. And to make it a last man standing, even better. And it's kind of like you said, there's going to be variables. Is Sons Mayhem before or after it? Are they going to interfere? It's last man standing. There is anything goes. Mm-hmm. Um, if they try, are the Lost Boys going to stop? Because we saw that a uh, couple weeks ago when – they were going to get jumped, or they were going to jump Palmer, and the Lost Boys came out, and then mm-hmm. Athena came out. Like, it's, there's a lot to this, and it's going to be one of the most physical, brutalist matches we've seen at the mm-hmm. MPX Event Center. I really do believe that. Because, again, these two men, while they may be, you know, friendly on the outside, this in-ring, they are competitors, and they're kind of going back, like you said, rocking Austin. Mm-hmm. They are trying to overtake one the other on the top. Yep. Palmer had it for a while. Jerome had it for a while. They switched back and forth, and they both want to prove this new era of MPX can be done in their way. Jerome wants it done in his way, and he felt that the new owners Jerome and Palmer to, have not done it this MPX. way. And he wants to kill it, but rebuild it in his image. True. Palmer wants to do it the way he's been doing it. So you got those two heads colliding in what is going to be one of the most brutal matches ever yeah i mean honestly i w- this alone had sold me for this show but of yeah. course you know it's like we've also got the MPX no let's champ- just add more gasoline to the fire right we've got the mpx championship matches the exodus prime will be defending against the man he took the belt from in the first place mm-hmm. one in a million tatum manning that's like one in a million versus the final boss again and i'm sorry if you don't know the history of these two these two have gone back and forth Forever. These two are so identical. It's kind of scary mm-hmm. in the mindsets and the attitude and everything like that. 
Um, and then just in ring, yeah, they are so good together. The chemistry mm-hmm. they have is amazing. Seriously, I mean, we've got the MPX <laughs> Fan Awards coming up soon, and I, I've been trying to think of the different, you know, categories what to put in them. And honestly, number one on uh, feuds, you know, not number one as in ranking, but number one as in the first first one I'm adding is Exodus Prime and Tate of Manning. Yeah, because there is so much history, <clears throat> so much background to this. It's all just. And we're going to see a, kind of a blow-off here, too. Yeah, uh, well, maybe. We'll see, because mm. it's one of those where, you know, never say never in wrestling, uh, because this is technically, if people remember from last time, this is a match that technically shouldn't happen. Yeah. Because he, Tatum, should not be fighting for the title. But apparently, you know, his smart lawyer put he, a little he, expiration he date called, in there. He called Daddy Manna, uh, Daddy Manning's uh, lawyer. That's what it was. Oh, okay. Uh, he may be, you know, divorced from the family for the most part, but he still has connections. Come yeah. On. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a great match. It's one of those where, again, you could see, I could see these two men fight forever. Mm-hmm. And of course, we've got to talk about the show-stopping match that's going to happen. This could be main event, and I don't think anybody would really complain. No. It's going to be the fallen goddess Athena taking on the monster Abaddon. And oh man, did you see AEW Dark last week? Yeah. Like holy crap! Uh, she took on Jody Threat, who, if you really kind of, if you squint a little bit, would look at the hair mostly. Jody Threat kind of reminds you of Abaddon, and Athena was taking it out on her. Yeah, um, it's crazy because again, it was one of those where I wasn't super excited that Abaddon's coming in. I wasn't a huge fan of theirs, um, and then she made that appearance. I'm like, oh, okay, this is good. Then I've seen some of her stuff lately, and I'm like, oh no, they are good. They're very talented. I'm wondering um, if it it's might be it's like- the character. Like I said, they've always had a great character. Mm-hmm. Then ring work has been meh. Um, but no, I'm super excited for this one, probably because it's Athena. And yeah. Athena is all in terms of service local and ours. I remember seeing her at the old building before she got big and everything mm-hmm. like that. Um, so it's great to see. Um, and then to see, again, just good talent coming in the MPX with big names. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's one of those where, like I said, there's a lot on this card is super stacked. Like, there's so much on this card. Like, every match, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is awesome. Oh, this is great. This is great. This could be main event. This could be main event. Right. I think with because of the name value, this kind of has to be. Um, which, again, it if it's not, I'm not complaining because everyone knows I love the title being the main event. Yeah. Um, but I think this match is going to be better than I had originally hoped. Uh, mm-hmm. Even just that, that little build they gave two weeks ago was Abaddon coming out and yes. the back and forth her and Athena did just that little bit. I think it, it definitely sold me, which is again, kudos to MPX for maybe not realizing that, but thinking, Hey, this needs a little more. Yeah. So no, I'm, I'm honestly just the whole lead up to it. Like you said, I mean, like we saw Abaddon was going to be coming and I was like, okay, that's cool. Some people were questioning it because not everybody's a fan of Abaddon. Yeah. And, I think you said at one point that the only person that would really make sense for Abaddon to go against would be Athena. Yeah. And then it kind was of like a Kind of like a pipe dream, and yeah. then it happened. So. And then it happens, and we're looking at that going, it's like, okay, that's yeah. going to be really cool. Yeah. And then, you know, it's like that just keeps getting built and built and built, you know, just little by little. Yes. And everything. And then... You know, the two weeks ago, Athena posts the whole, oh, well, I'm going to go to MPX. Anybody else coming? And we're all like, oh, Athena's going to 
Athena's going to be there. Yep. I swear, I th- I thought that she was going to be the one to interfere in the JD oh, yeah. uh, Exodus match. Yeah, I, I thought Palmer's still injured. Palmer's mm. going to be out. She's going to avenge her husband. Yep. That's and then, what, and then no, it wasn't, and, and everything Palmer worked out twice. Fine. Yeah. And then Athena showed up, and then, like you said, you got the Abaddon moment, and I was just like, oh. Yes. And they are still so much smaller than I thought they were. <laughs> Way hotter, too, than I thought. Yeah. No kidding. <laughs> <sighs> but yeah, just all of this, all of this is just incredible. The the match card alone, whatever order it's going to be in, because yeah. all we really know. The is only the, thing we know is the pre-show, which, yeah. good God, again, we're losing our ring immediately. I know, right? Brick and Angel are going to destroy it. the rest it. of the show out in the parking lot. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, but I'm just, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I hope everyone else is, too, because just... Holy crap. Yes. So make sure you've got your tickets for this Saturday. Get the upgrade because you don't want to miss that pre-show match. You don't want to miss the ring getting broke because it's not going to be there the rest of the night. Let's also let's also talk one other thing. is like, yeah, Angel Camacho, Puerto Rican juggernaut, very dominant wrestler and everything like that, but he's taking on Brick Savage. We may have a new Addicts champion We've, after this Saturday. Again. Talking because we talked about betting earlier, my money would be on Brick. Because again, like I said, people are like, "Oh, he's, how is he going to pick him up?" No, no, that man will snatch him up with ease, gonna, and it's going to be terrifying. We're, we're going to get like death stares from the Camacho. Oh, camera. probably. Well, Brick already death stares me, so I've got both of them hating me. Great. Sure, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you say I'm the one people don't like. Oh, I know people don't like me. <laughs> <laughs> but you know that that one, uh, just all of the tag, the uh, both tag matches. Everything here just looks incredible. Yes. And I don't have a match that I'm going to definitively say is going to be match of the night because they're huh. all. They're all so good. And like I said, I think the one I will point out because I think it's a sleeper and an underdog match for a lot of people is that Shota and Phil Sharp. I agree. Because this is going to be the MPX addicts for a lot of them, their first introduction to Shota. And In he a is lot so of ways, good. I understand what they're trying to do with the pre-show and everything like that. And I'm totally for it, especially now that they're allowing people to upgrade their tickets. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I w- you would think originally Shota hasn't been to MPX before. Phil Shark, been there a few times, but still fairly new. I think that yeah, but see, I think match. that's the dip. Well, that's the difference is if we weren't doing pre-shows and we were doing dark matches, yes. But we're doing pre-show matches, VIP pre-show matches. That's true. Brick and Angel's the right call. That's true. That makes sense to me. So, yeah, get your tickets. And you know what? Uh, from what I've seen, they're starting to uh, cast it on Facebook Live. Yes. Buy your ticket for that one. I think it was like seven ninety nine last week. Yeah, which... I don't know um, it's going to be more this week. So which you need to, uh, yeah, get um, get that. And also, if you want to be there, get your tickets because they are going fast. Oh, yeah. Oh, geez. <laughs> or and, be smart like us. And, and I'll be honest, get there early because the haunted house is going on, so parking is a nightmare. Yeah. Just oh, saying. God. Yeah. But either way, ladies and gentlemen, I'm looking forward to this. I hope you are too. Get your tickets. Keep it capable. See y'all Saturday. Bye.